Okay, guys, very welcome back to the show today. And I've got a special guest on the show today, Demora Avarice, a model and content creator. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you doing? Doing great. Did I get the pronunciation okay? Well, my southern slang says avarice, but you're probably more correct on how it's actually supposed to be said. But yeah, so I, I, for me, I say Demora Avarice. Well, let's just say that this is how we say it in Ireland then. That's okay. I don't judge. <laughs> yeah, look, really appreciate you taking the time out to come on today. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. I know like when I'm trying to talk to people and interview them, like they get millions and millions. Well, not millions, but like a lot of requests to do shows like this. So I appreciate you taking the time out. No problem. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Excellent. So this would be the easiest interview you ever do anyway. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, for people that might not know you, then like you're you're massive online in a lot of platforms, you know. So, for people that don't know you, do you want to kind of describe a little bit about yourself? I don't think I'm massive on anything, but well, I can't really say that <laughs> on here. But <laughs> um, so I'm Demora Avris. I started out doing BE um, expansion content, and then I realized that I liked it. A lot and that turned into sort of my own personal um, fetish niche and we turned it into real life I did fat transfers I have um, TikTok, Instagram Twitter an OF I several different paid sites just because I know some people don't like one versus the other so I try to cater to a little bit of everyone um, I actually just started a fan centro as well so that I can be more open to my fans that are abroad. Still feels weird saying fans, but yeah, so um, that's just sort of what I do. I like to just enjoy what I do with my husband, and we have fun, and that's that's what matters. So is your husband involved in, obviously, the technical setup today and things like that? Does yes. he help you on, on that side of things? Yes, um, he he does like all the behind the scenes stuff. He like I do a lot. I do a lot of my messages and everything. But with like the posting, sometimes he he usually makes the posts and puts those up. Um, he does all the editing, all the picture taking, the recording, all of it. It's all his brain, baby. I'm just the one in front of the camera. Um, I try to do some to help you know, with like different ideas coming up with different ideas for videos and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's, it's coming all from his genius mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I talk to a lot of people in the, I suppose like industry in whatever form that they're in it. And a lot of people's husbands are the tech guys and the people involved. And then some people are like, no, my husband just doesn't want anything to do with it. I go to work and then that's it. Yeah, no. So and I can definitely see how that would be. A, another like divide but um we do we do our work together so any boy girl stuff that i do is only with my husband we're monogamous um excuse me um but yeah no we uh this is actually brought us closer together we're 15 and a half years married we started doing this at 10 years and it was like we thought that we were just in a you know we, we were good. Nothing was going to change. And it's like, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, no, this has actually helped. Um, it's really helped our marriage, actually. It's helped make us 
I guess more open because BE was his fetish first. Yeah. And I knew he liked big boobs. He knew I knew he liked big boobs, but we didn't talk about it. Like it was very, it was a very awkward thing for him to talk about because some of his exes that he had opened up to about, about it, um, were very mean about it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I understand that fear and I just, especially now that I know about it and I, you know, he's opened up about the past experience, but no, this has been the best thing that we ever did for our marriage was working together in this aspect. Yeah. And did you go into modeling or anything to start with, or how did, how did you make that decision to kind of jump into the world? <laughs> no, I, I'm actually a very shy person. I, I call it, I flip my Demora switch and I'm just like, oh, and, and I like in my head though, I'm like, abort mission, go away. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, especially whenever I'm at like conventions and stuff, I'm very extroverted and bubbly and I'll talk to anybody, but yeah. I always feel like I'm bothering people or I know I, I know I'm long winded and that's something that's always in the back of my head, but yeah, no, I I would have never in a million years expected this to be my career path. I've always been medical field focused. So yeah. for me to take this step, I'm like, people. <laughs> yeah. So when, so I suppose when the red light is on, when the camera is on, you're you. And then like when the downtime is that when you're not making content and doing stuff, you're just a totally different person is what you're saying, basically. Not a totally different person. I do make sure that I keep who I am very much front and center in my work. Um, because one of, one of the things that I've learned in like talking to other people in the industry and things is that they don't like they set up time and chat 24 hours a day, seven days a week, set an yeah. alarm every couple of hours to get on and chat and respond to messages and stuff. And I'm like, no, no, ma'am, I will not do that. I, you know, I am a mother. I am a wife. I have a real life outside of this. Some days I'm having just a bad mental health day. And on those days I'm going to message less and I'm going to chat less. Um, whenever I stream, there's sometimes that I'm like, listen, y'all, this is going to have to be a low maintenance stream because it's been a rough day for me. Or yeah. if I don't just cancel it, you know, because I've always made sure that, that my fans know that I am a real person. And like, if someone's going to be rude with me, a lot of people are just like, it's okay. They're going to give me money. And I'm like, mm, no, that person, their money, even if it's a million dollars is not worth my dignity and pride. Yeah. So I make sure to keep a very, very real stance in my work because I'm never going to not be me. Yeah. Yes, I get extroverted whenever I'm on the floor more and stuff. And that's because I do like getting to talk to people. But if, if people talk to me. Yeah. So whenever I'm having to go out and start the conversation, initiate the conversation, then I'm like, Hi, I'm Demora. Sorry for bothering you. And if someone comes up to me, I'm like, hey, and it's like we've been friends for 12 years. <laughs> so there is a very real aspect to me 
but there's some days that I just can't mentally handle life and I'm going to go sit in my bed or sit here on this couch and I'm going to read a book or I'm yeah. going to watch a movie and play with my kids and, you know, do what I need to do to, I'm very mental health focused, I guess would be the right way to say it. Um, because if you don't take care of you, then you can't take care of anybody else. And I have five kids that depend on me every day. So I will always be the best me that I can be for them and for myself and for my husband. So exactly. <laughs> it's not a complete switch. It's still me. I just sort of pull a little bit of a curtain over some parts of it. You have to kind of get the balance right and i even find from doing something kind of smaller scale like this on youtube i always find myself Absolutely. how many views did I, how many views did i get today or how many subscribers do i have and yeah i went on i went on holidays last week to london for a few days and i didn't even look at it and it was brilliant you know just to have that pressure but then i feel when you get back into it then after a few days off shit, i really got to build up <laughs> more and more and more stuff do you find that as well yeah, no, it definitely gets stressful because you're like, I need to be mess answering messages. There's going to be like 70 comments that I haven't responded back to. But sometimes you just have to be like, look, I will start at the oldest and I will do 10. And then I'm taking a hour break to go do whatever I need to do. Or some days it's like you said, take a vacation, go to London, which I do hope to get to visit someday. I got my passport and I'm so excited to travel. Um, but yeah, no, like we did the first, I think it was the first time like that we fully just no messages, no nothing, took a 100% vacation was this past December. We went on a Disney cruise and it was three days and I cried in a good way. I was just so, I was like overwhelmed and I was like, you know what? I don't have anything that I need to be answering or doing right now. I'm, I'm not behind on pictures to post for a post. I'm not worried about customs right now. I'm just going to be in this moment and I'm going to breathe. And if my fans are truly fans for me and not just here for the way I look, then they'll understand. And yeah. those are the ones that they're going to stick with you no matter what you do. They're going to stick with you if you have to take a mental health break, if you just don't feel like doing it for a day or two, because life does happen. It's not always about work. And anybody that says it is, I would not believe 100%. <laughs> I mean, some you... people, some people do make it like their whole life is work, but there's, there's always going to be something that you're not seeing and that they're not saying. And honestly, that's, I feel like that's the best way to be because it just, it's a whole different level of stress. <laughs> How do you kind of, I know I asked this to everyone, but and I'm sure I know the answer, but how do you kind of carve out your niche in the market in the kind of adult cam world and stuff like that? Do you find the fans come to you or did you have to put a lot of work in to build up a loyal fan base or what way did it kind of work for you? So we start, like I said, we started out doing BE 
excuse me. Um, we started out doing BE and then moved into like butt, hips, belly expansion, stuff like that. And that is a very small but powerful niche, I guess. Um, yeah. They have they have a, a lot to say, and if if they like you, you're they like you, you know. Um, and I feel like that really helped for me to understand and to, well, we honestly, because it's Grieve and I, um, but to understand and bounce ideas off and learn how to build up our brand. Ours is a lot of social media because like I said, I, I do a lot of body positivity because I have had plastic surgery and, you know, I'm open about my plastic surgery, my fat transfers. There's no implants. It's all me. And a lot of people don't understand why I do that. I do saline infusions, which I do all of my stuff for me. The fact that other people enjoy it is great. But I always say, this is my journey. You're welcome to join me on it. But I also understand that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. So I think, and, and a lot of people have told me, that the fact that I do show that I'm a real person does help with my fan base because it's not something that you you get to see a lot. It's not something they experience a lot because everyone's always like, oh no, life is perfect every single day, all day. And this is everything that I am. And I'm like, no, not me. <laughs> like, I'm so happy for them. But I, like I said, I... I stick to being a real person because I don't know how not to be. Yeah. Have you had much difficulties on social media in terms of posting pictures, videos and stuff like that? And while it's not, it might not be nude kind of stuff, like a lot of people do have problems getting accounts shut down and things like that. Have you experienced much of that in your time since doing this? So Instagram, um, where a lot of it is bots, AI that go through and they're like tagging people. Um, there was one time that I had on a full sports bra, like probably like covered all of this, a full covered sports bra and yoga pants that like tucked up underneath. Cause I'm only 4'11", I'm short, um, like fully covered. But the sports bra was a light purple color. And because of the amount of cleavage that I have, it they tried to shut me down for being nude. And I sent the review for you and I'm like, mm, I am not nude. You're going to need someone real to look at this. Um, TikTok tried to shut me down for doing something against their TOS, which I didn't do. And they were like, you're doing sexual things on there and this and that. And I'm like... Actually, that video was for a comedic routine that was talking about consent. So right. while, yes, I am voluptuous, for lack of a better word, that was not me doing a sexual act. That was part of a comedic act. And they were like, oh, that was my bad. Um, so thankfully, knock on wood, I haven't had any of my social media shut down, but they have tried. <laughs> yeah. And talk to me about then the, the OnlyFans world and when you went on to that, like it seems like it's it's huge. And as you kind of alluded to, like there's a market for everyone out there. So 
talk to me about what fans could expect maybe if they joined your OnlyFans. So with my OnlyFans, I do, um, excuse me, I am just suffering today. <laughs> I do have some boy-girl stuff on there. I don't talk about it on my social medias a lot just because I make sure that that's not what's hyper-focused on. Sure. Because if I choose to stop doing it, then I choose to stop doing it. Um, I do not show below the belt. I do not show lady bits on any of it. So don't expect that because people are like, everybody has a price and people have sent me money and I've sent it right back. Um, not on there, but on another platform trying yeah. to, you know, wiggle in to get that one picture. And I'm like, that's just not something I do. Um, I do answer messages a lot. I try my best to have, you know, good conversations. I don't do like role play and things of that sort, but I will absolutely have a full out conversation with you. I've got one guy that I love and he sends me his dog pictures. I have helped plan Disney trips. Like wow. whenever you're you're on my OnlyFans, you you're going to get me in whatever kind of mood it is that day. You know, it's, I like it because it's one of those things. And it's not just OnlyFans, it's any of my paid sites. Um, I just, I keep saying it, but I, I try to still be honest and be who I am. There on my timeline, there are a lot of, I do post a lot of um, like whenever we're at Exotica, whenever we're, at Megacon, we were at Megacon, I think last weekend or the weekend before. So all of those things, pictures and things of that, those are um, free where I, I know a lot of people make you pay by post and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I try to be consumer friendly with what I do. Um, there are some things that I charge more for because of different work that you have to put into it, different situations, right. stuff like that. But for the most part, I try to be consumer friendly and I try to be an open and honest and I just like to, to get to know people. Yeah. Talk to me about the convention world because the convention world in, in nearly every aspect of media now is absolutely huge over in the States. So what's a convention typical yeah. one like for you? Um. So with me, I do, I go to Exoticas with Chatterbait. I'm thinking about getting my own booth just because there is a lot of people that I usually end up getting to see and stuff. And I feel like a lot of fans have messaged me afterward, like, I didn't get to see you. I couldn't find you, different things like that. Um, but as of right now, we go with Chatterbait. And yeah. I do it because I we have... We're sort of like a little family there. They get, take good care of us, so we take good care of them. You know, I I like getting to stream and like whenever whenever I'm streaming on Chatterbait and we're at Exotica or AVN or X3, my camera is facing out so that everyone that can't be there can still experience what everybody else is seeing. Yeah. Um, and I do that on purpose because I. I don't feel like it should be just about me. I know a lot of people are like, no, I have to get, you know, make this much money in doing my streaming or it's not worth it. I'm like, I'm here streaming. I'm going to be here regardless. If people tip me, that's great. But if not, 
I'm not here for streaming. I am here at this convention to meet fans. And that's what I focus on. You know, I still interact, but I want you guys to be able to experience what kind of fun and what kind of environment it is. And then I'm sitting here, you know, doing jumping jacks and meeting fans and doing hugs and pictures and, you know, everything with consent, of course. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a lot. It's a little stressful. I'm not going to lie, but I love it. It's a rush. And I usually try and stream like the entire time I'm on there because like, or the entire day that we're there just because I love getting to, to talk to people. Even whenever we're not streaming, I'm generally walking around seeing the normally on Sundays, I just, I take that day for us to be able to walk around and experience, you know, get to meet new people, networking, things like sure. that, because meeting other people in the industry and actually, you know, being able to talk to somebody, that's also sort of carries back to your other question, though, um, a good way to learn how to grow your audience, because maybe what works for one doesn't work for the other and yeah. vice versa. So um, I'm always... I'm always willing and ready to learn. And I think that's a good trait as well. And it's something that I've been doing on this kind of thing. It's like, you don't really have to see everything as competition. You know, I think people yeah. are stronger together when we can work in different ways, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, no, people constantly ask me, well, are you bigger than this person? Are you smaller than that person? And I'm like, honestly, I don't care. Because yeah. the only person that I'm in competition with is me. I want to be a better wife, mother, and creator than i was before i my competition is me my growth is for me and you know if i if i feel good about myself and what the work that i've done then i've succeeded and i'm good with that if i can help somebody else you know feel better about themselves and help them work through a situation like how i was in then I have done my job and I could not be any more proud of myself than what I am because I know that I've helped a lot of people and I still hope that I can help more. Yeah. Fun question for you now. Yes. Have you ever been out in public and someone has recognized you from the online kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, that's happening more and more. Um, yeah. The very first time, which whenever I get recognized, I still get flustered and blush and I'm like, oh. I can't believe somebody recognized me like still to this day. And um, we started BE in 2017. So the fact that I still, that I get recognized is just crazy to me because in my head, me being the down to earth person that I always try to be, you know, I don't, I don't see me as being that person you know, to be like, oh my God, I'm your biggest fan. I'm like, I'm not an, I'm not an actor or an actress. I'm just me, you know? So, but yeah, some people have seen me out and they're just like, oh my God, Demora, you're amazing. Can I get a picture? And I'm like, absolutely. Some people are just like, keep the head down on, you know, whatever platform. And I'm like, maybe. You might have. <laughs> and then you get some people that are just like. <laughs> and, and they don't say anything. You're just, But, you know, because you see the draw hit the floor. 
um, we got, I, I see a, sometimes people don't recognize me, but they get the Jesus and you know, the, the different comments because it's just like, yeah, did that just happen? And I'm like, yeah, they're big. It happens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I get recognized and it's flattering. It's humbling. It goes it's to show how small the world is as well. I'm sorry? I said it goes to show how small the world is as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, if you're looking into the rest of this year and kind of what you've got coming up for your fans, uh, do you want to kind of give them an insight to what you have planned maybe for the rest of the year? Yeah, so I know I will be doing um, Exotica, Chicago, Miami, and more than likely New Jersey. I excuse me again. Um, I'm wanting to do more safe for work expos. So we're going to be at Dragon Con in Atlanta. I believe that's in September. Um, like I said, we just did MegaCon a weekend ago. I believe we did Galaxy Con. I don't know if we'll be able to do Galaxy Con Raleigh this time. I just have to see how everything sets up. We will be we always go to Disney. <laughs> so, and we, whenever we're at Disney, especially if it's just Grieve and I, he's always got a GoPro on. We're just walking around. Um, anytime that you see us out, you're more than welcome to come say hi. If our kids are around, um, you don't need to go into super detail of like, oh my God, I saw your boobs and they were the best. <laughs> but always be respectful no matter what, even without, the kids around but yeah no we just um we just recently set it to where you know people can come up if they are around as long as you're respectful and polite yeah. but yeah no we're keeping on conventions um sometimes like with wafu expo a couple of weeks ago maybe a month ago and a renaissance fair we ended up finding out about the expo in Texas, which is like 22 hours away at wow. 1030 in the morning. And we started driving at five o'clock that afternoon. So we're definitely very just random, spontaneous kind of people. Um, yeah. Whenever we do end up going, we post about it on Instagram, Twitter, things of that sort. So just keep an eye on there and yeah. hopefully I'll see you around. <laughs> I do I know that other renaissance fairs too though you have got a youtube page as well uh, which, I I will, which i will yeah. link under this video and uh, where's the best where's the best place to for the fans to keep up to date with your work then on social media and the things um so i do have a link tree it's under demora avarice there are fake accounts on every platform so um if you're not sure if it's the right one make sure it's spelled right Generally, I think my main Instagram is demora.avarice. My Twitter is demoraavarice. Um, OnlyFansDemoraavarice.com. It's all pretty much some form of demoraavarice, but it's all spelled right. So that is something to definitely watch out for because a lot of the fake ones will like use an E instead of a or use like a three instead of an E or add two I's or take out one of the A's, stuff like that. But if you're not sure, you, all of my stuff is on 
um, the link tree at Demora Avarice, D-E-M-O-R-A-A-V-A-R-I-C-E. <laughs> and what I will do is I'll post the link tree underneath the video on YouTube and hopefully they don't remove it this time because they've done that a few times. If not, I'll just put the social medias on there and people will be If able it's going to be an issue, absolutely don't do that. <laughs> But look, it was great to catch up with you today. Nice chat. And we might catch up again in the future, maybe next year, and we'll see what you're up to. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Sorry I'm long-winded, but it was great getting to getting to talk to you. No. Yeah, great conversation. Thanks so much. Thank you. See you later.